Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. of his power. Praise him for his mighty act. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with the stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise your holy name, Lord. Praise your holy name. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. Amen. Amen. We are rejoicing. And welcome to Miracle Internet Church. We are rejoicing in the Lord and in the power of his might. We want to thank him and worship him for his great and mighty acts in the world. We want to thank him for his judgments in the earth. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. You don't know what this rejoicing is about. Brother Bill just posted an announcement for you. You might want to observe the announcement. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Hallelujah. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We will rejoice and be glad in it. It's been a long fight, saints. It's been a very, very, very long fight, a hard fight. But, yes, the Lord has given us the victory. The Lord has given us the victory. Amen? Amen. The Lord, God himself, has given us the victory. Amen? We need to thank him, worship him, and praise him. Amen? We need to thank him, worship him, and praise him. You see, our God is good, and he's good all the time. He hears the prayers of the saints. He hears the prayers of the saints. And he loves justice and judgment, and his judgments to be in the earth. Amen? This is the victory that we have in Christ Jesus. This is the victory that we have in Christ Jesus. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. We would love it if you would join us for worship tonight. We would just love it because the Lamb of God, who has taken away the sins of the world, is going to be praised and worshiped tonight. Hallelujah. Praise the name of God. Our webpage is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. 
MiracleInternetChurch.com. Amen. And across the banner, when the page comes up, you'll find MIC Radio Chat. Click that link, and when the page changes, click Guest. Sign in your name. Sign in your name. And welcome the saints in the name of Jesus. Say hello to the saints, and we'll say hello to you. The Lord is powerful and mighty. There is none that can withstand him. The Lord God Almighty is powerful in the earth, amen, and none can withstand him. Power belongs to our God. Power belongs to our God. Power belongs to our God. Amen? And if you were one of the fortunate ones that was chat room between noon and one today, you know what I posted, and you know why we're shouting the victory today. Amen? We are shouting the victory today because God has made a major change in this world not just here in the States, but in the world. God has intervened in the normal course of human affairs. God has stepped in from his throne and changed the direction of this issue in life. God Almighty, our Lord, our Savior, our Deliverer, our Healer, Our everything has spoken from his throne. His word moves very swiftly, and there's no doubt that God did this. There is no doubt that God did this. There is no question that God did it. Yes, it's taken almost 50 years to see it done, but it was worth every prayer. Every tear, every fast, every protest, every sign, every saint playing their part, every saint doing the thing that they need to do, it brought it to pass in our lifetime. It brought it to pass in our lifetime. We've lived to see this, stood with us. Others who stood with us have gone on before us. The very woman whose story brought the challenge before our nation fought back, fought back, fought back, pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, back, became a Christian, stood for Jesus. She left this earth not seeing her prayer yet answered. But today is her day in heaven. Today is her day before the throne. For her prayers and her sufferings were not in vain. Her prayers and her sufferings and persecution and the insults she took were not in vain. God has answered the prayers of the body of Christ. And if you don't have a hallelujah for him, you need to get born again. God 
God Almighty has answered the prayers of his saints, and we are rejoicing in him and his love for us. He has fully demonstrated his love for us and for future generations. If you have a calendar, you need to mark this day down so that you never forget the move of God that happened on this day. You never forget as long as you have blood in your body and breath in your body what God did today. Amen? God is great and greatly to be praised. And we all owe him a deep indebtedness of gratitude for the blood of Jesus on the cross that gives us a place of standing before his throne, that washed our sins away, that gave us an opportunity that he might hear from heaven, forgive our sins, and heal our land. Saints, this is a great day. This is a great day. Oh, this is the day that the Lord has made. And we must rejoice and be glad in it. God is worthy of our praise. He deserves our praise. He deserves our praise. He deserves our praise. We want to thank you, Father. We want to thank you, Lord Jesus. We want to thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we want to thank you for everything you've done. We want to thank you that we've lived to see this while we are yet on the earth. We want to thank you, Lord, that you are great, mighty, and powerful. None can question or doubt you. We give you our faith. We give you our trust. We place our hope in you, and we give you our love. Thank you, Jesus. 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 You have given us your word. You have given us faith. You've given us weapons of warfare. You've given us truth that we might stand your throne, calling on the covenant that you gave us, establishing us in your love, that we might call forth the victories that you desire in the earth. We will not quit. We will not turn back. We will not stop until the end has come. We thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity to serve you while we are yet in the land of the living. So when we stand before you, Lord, we will not be ashamed. We can say, yes, Lord, I fasted. Yes, Lord, I prayed. Yes, Lord, I stood by your grace with the body of Christ to see the victory that you want in the earth the victory that you paid for on Calvary's cross. We want to thank you for that opportunity, Lord. We want to thank you for this privilege and this honor. No matter how difficult it becomes, no matter how heated the days ahead will be, 
We want to thank you for honoring us with this opportunity to serve you in the earth. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We bless the name of Jesus Christ. We bless the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. Yes, Lord, your truth continues to march on. Your truth continues to march on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Oh, thank you for those who are using a cell phone and wish to sign in to the chat room. Again, our webpage is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. Miracleinternetchurch.com. Across the banner, you'll see the link that says, I'm sorry, across the top of your page, you'll see three white lines or three white dashes. That's your link. Click the link. Click the link, and it'll open up all the other links to you. Thank you, Jesus. And you may go forward from that point. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. And for those of you who do not know, we have an app to go on your phone. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The day that the Lord has made, and we are all rejoicing, and we are glad in him. He has made us glad. Yes, he has made us glad. And we're rejoicing because he has made us glad. For the Lord God himself is a judge. The Lord God himself is a judge. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise your holy name, Lord. Praise your holy name. I can tell that some of you haven't read the announcements yet. And Brother Bill keeps putting this note up for you to scroll up and read what the excitement is about. Amen. Something you need to read for yourself. You need to read for yourself. Amen. Some things you need to find out for yourself. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, the old saints used to say you need to know him for yourself. That's the truth. You need to know him for yourself. And there's some acts of God that he has done that you need to read about on your own. So it's located in our chat room. Scroll up. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Praise God for his goodness. Amen. So, saints, our featured psalm 
for tonight's worship service is Psalm 150. And our verse for meditation comes from Psalm 50, verse 6. Psalm 50, verse 6. Our featured ebook is Spiritual Protection Bible Study. Spiritual Protection Bible Study. Hallelujah. And our guest call-in number is area code 319-527-6235. And yes, like many of you, when I got the news today, it moved me to tears, literally. It was such a powerful moment between the Lord and myself. I had to thank him for all the years of the struggle. I had to thank him for all the years of the struggle that were hard. There were hard years, saints. I I don't remember the exact year that I became concerned about this killer battle, but it was decades ago. I remember driving down the streets of Jacksonville, Florida, seeing homemakers standing there with a poster board that they had used to make a homemade sign and saying that this was an evil thing and that we needed to pray. And it touched my heart. It touched my heart. Saints, churches have had prayer meetings for decades about this one issue alone. And we kept praying. And we kept standing. And we kept fighting. And we kept believing. And we kept standing. And we kept praying. And we kept fighting. And we kept believing. And you see, Decades later, God has released his answer from his throne. Some of you have trials and situations and concerns that haven't been as long as this particular war has been. Saints, I want to encourage you, no matter how long the battle, no matter how difficult the struggle, no matter what they call you, no matter what they say about you, no matter what they do, your God still hears and answers your prayers. The effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. It makes plenty of God's power available. And in due season, you will reap if you don't quit and give up. In due season, you will reap if you don't quit and give up. Jesus did not quit and give up. He didn't get up at Gethsemane and say, this is too much for me, I'm just not going to do it. He didn't do that. When he got to Calvary, he didn't refuse to lay down on the cross. He hung there 
until his father let him know, this is it, this is it, this is it. And he said, it is finished. And he gave up the ghost. You have to stand until God said, that's it. You have to stand in the fight. You have to stand in battle until God says it's over. It's not over, saints, until God says it's over. It's not over when you get in the mully grub. It's not over when you have a bad day. It's not over when you get angry and upset. It's not over when you get tired. It's over when God says it's over, and it's not over until then. So let this be an example to you of the power of prayer in the body of Christ. You need to go to that scripture that says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much, And you need to write today's date right there because now you have had the opportunity to witness what that scripture really means. You've had the opportunity to witness what that scripture really means. Amen? You've had the opportunity to live it yourself. You don't need an explanation from anybody else, because you have been here. God has forgiven us of this heinous abomination. God has forgiven us for this heinous abomination. He's coming to heal this land. He's coming to heal this land. He's coming with his revival, and he's coming to heal this land. You see, saints, Satan always overplays his hand, and you've watched him do that during the tenure of this saga. You've watched the devil overplay his hand with intimidations and threatening and violence. That's what he does. But you see, saints, God is still on the throne, and none can withstand him. doesn't matter what they do to us or what they try to do to us. God has our lives in his hands. Our lives are in his hands. So we want to thank you, Lord, that the devil found out that he can't pull strings and win. He can't intimidate and bully and win. He can't shut us down with threats. He can't shut us down. 
So tonight God has a word for us. And we're going to receive his word. Amen. He has a word for us. And we are going to receive his word. Praise the Lord. Tonight, God says, hands off. Tonight, God says, hands off. Praise the Lord. A radical abortion rights group was being monitored by law enforcement officials before the Supreme Court's expected ruling in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Center, the Washington Examiner reported. The Washington, D.C. Metropolitan Police Department, the U.S. Capitol Police, and other law enforcement agencies were monitoring Jane's Revenge, which has promised violence against anti-abortion groups after an imminent court decision that could overturn the landmark Roe versus Wade decision that legalized abortion nationwide. Jane's Revenge, that's the name of the group, has already already has carried out acts of vandalisms and firebombings against churches and crisis pregnancy centers that try to dissuade women from seeking abortions and provide anti-abortion counseling to pregnant women. The militant organization has issued public communiques detailing its plans to target centers that impersonate healthcare providers in order to harm the vulnerable, are aware of the post and have shared with our intel team. When necessary, we will coordinate any enhanced security measures with our local and federal partners. A Capitol Police official told the examiner that the department had been working closely with our partner law enforcement agencies to prepare for any potential demonstrations in the area of the Supreme Court, including any additional officers in the area. The Capitol Police has jurisdiction over legislative branch buildings on the Senate and House sides of the Capitol. The FBI was investigating attacks targeting health centers and faith-based organizations. Jane's Revenge has promised a night of rage after last month's leaked draft opinion that indicated the Supreme Court was poised to overturn Roe versus Wade. Within the month, we anticipate a verdict issued that overturns Roe versus Wade, setting in motion an avalanche of abortion access, the end of abortion access across the so-called United States the group's website says. This is an event that should inspire rage in millions of people who can get pregnant, and yet the response thus far has been tepid. We have organized over this apparent absence of indignation. Why is it that we are so afraid to unleash hell upon those who are destroying us? Fear of state repression is valid. But this goes far deeper than that, they said. 
attacks previously have occurred in states such as New York, Wisconsin, and Washington, as well as the nation's capital. Some health care centers have bolstered their security systems, with some considering adding in-person security during the day. Abortion rights advocates insist that crisis pregnancy centers often masquerade as abortion clinics that attract unsuspecting pregnant women and provide them with misleading or medically incorrect information about abortion. Well, if you don't want somebody to succeed, all you have to do is spread lying rumors about them. Amen? Amen. That's how that goes, you know. That's how that goes. So we're going to go on with what the Lord is going to tell us about this particular topic. Hands off, he said. Hands off. Romans chapter 12, verse 19. Romans chapter 12, verse 19. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Vengeance is mine, he said, I will repay, saith the Lord. Saints, never attempt to avenge yourself, no, not even in your thoughts, for we are to love God by obedience in our minds. We are to love God by obedience in our minds. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. Yes, Jesus said this. He said that you have to love God with all of your mind. Leave the payback to God because he promises that he will repay those who deserve it. He promises that he will repay those who deserve it. In the article that I just read to you, the group calls itself Jane's Revenge. It's already in complete denial and rebellion against the Word of God. So, I'll say it again. Leave the payback to God because He promises that He will repay those who deserve it. So they're going to take revenge and vengeance into their hands, according to their website. 
and they plan to continue to do violent acts against churches, church buildings, and crisis pregnancy centers across the land. That's what they plan to do. That's their motive. That's their point for being a group. They want to violate God's laws and the laws of the land. Saints, don't take the law into your own hands. Don't take the law into your own hands. Instead, we are to continue in good work and bearing good fruit, which bring glory to our Heavenly Father. Instead, we are to continue in good work and bearing good fruit, which bring glory to our Heavenly Father. Good works and good fruit display God's holy character. When you choose to obey God, he will fulfill his promise to settle the matter from his very throne. When you choose to obey God, saints, he will fulfill his promise to settle the matter from his very throne. For in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on the head of the enemy. The person will feel ashamed of themselves for what they have done, whether they admit it to you or not. Because the convicting power of the Holy Spirit is still in the earth. Saints, we must not allow evil to overtake us and to get the upper hand in our lives. In God's kingdom, we overcome evil by doing good. No, this is not logical. Because the carnal mind does not receive the things of God. It's foolishness to him. The carnal mind says, that doesn't make any sense. But you see, these things are spiritually discerned. God tells us in his kingdom that we are to overcome evil by doing good. So we pray for humans to repent to forsake their sins, and to turn to Jesus Christ. To turn to Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 5, beginning with verse 43. Chapter 5, beginning with verse 43. Ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, Jesus speaking here, love your enemy. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you 
and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if you salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be ye therefore perfect, matured, even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. Amen. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 15. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 15. See that none render evil for evil unto any man. See that none, that includes you, saints, right right there where it says none, write your name right above that. See that and put your name right there. See that none. Render evil for evil unto any man. But ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves, that means among other Christians, and to all men. Both among yourselves and to all men. Peter. First Peter chapter four. First Peter chapter four verse eight. First Peter chapter four verse eight. And above all things have fervent charity among yourselves. For charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves. For charity, love, shall cover the multitude of sins. Amen. Romans 12. Verse 17. Romans chapter 12, verse 17. Recompense. What does recompense mean? It means to pay back what is owed. It means to pay back what is owed. Recompense 
to no man, evil for evil. They gave you evil, so you're going to give them some. No, not in Christ. Not in Christ Jesus. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. Be above board. Do it the Jesus way. Amen? James, James chapter 5. James chapter 5, verse 9. James chapter 5, verse 9. Grudge not one against another, brethren, Does that mean I can't hold a grudge? That's exactly what that means. No grudges allowed in the kingdom of our God. Grudge not one against another, brethren, lest ye be condemned. Going to be condemned if you do? You are. Behold, the judge standeth before the door. That's right. Jesus the judge is standing there ready to do judgment. So don't hold grudges. I don't care how bad it was, no grudges are allowed. Not in this kingdom. Amen? No, not one. The practice of seeking revenge getting even, and to inflict damage, injury, or punishment in return for an injury, insult, or perceived wrong is sin. The practice mm -hmm, of seeking revenge, getting even, and to inflict damage, Injury or punishment in return for an injury, insult, or perceived wrong is sin. To take vengeance on behalf of yourself or another, having a vindictive Spirit, an evil desire in the heart to take vengeance, or maximizing a chance to retaliate or get satisfaction, grieves the Holy Spirit. It's a sin to grieve the Holy Spirit. We are not called to hurt someone in return for being hurt by that person or by someone else. Any form taliatory action against an individual, against an institution, or against a group, first 
for some perceived harm or injustice is condemned by the scriptures. Any form of personal retaliatory action against an individual, against an institution, or against a group for some perceived harm or injustice is condemned by the scriptures. That includes all bigotry and all racism. It includes sexism and many other isms and schisms. Amen? Yes, it does. The Lord. Vengeance for wrong or injury received, especially due to betrayal, does not belong in the life of a Christian. It does not belong in the life of a Christian. Matthew chapter 5, beginning at verse 38. Matthew chapter 5, beginning at verse 38. Ye have heard that it hath been said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Jesus speaking here. But I say unto you, that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. In other words, don't be so quick to swing back. Amen? Saints, these are the words of Jesus to the Jewish nation of his day who were under the opposition of the Roman Empire and culture. As humans, we are tempted to seek revenge when we feel attacked, mistreated, or rejected. But as saints of Jesus Christ, we are called to overcome this temptation and rather to display the true character of Jesus Christ himself. A primary reason that we tend to feel worse in the long run when we seek revenge instead of forgiving and letting go and surrendering our care to Jesus is that we have violated God's law of love. We have violated God's law of love. Yes, there are those who retaliate that are not driven by revenge, but all unrighteousness is sin. All unrighteousness is sin. 2 Samuel chapter 2, Samuel chapter 2, 
And I'm going to begin at verse 11. Second Samuel chapter 2. And I'm going to begin with verse 11. Time that David was king in Hebron over the house of Judah was seven years and six months. And Abner, the son of Ner, and the servants of Ishibaheth, the son of Saul, went out to Gibeon. Mayanam to went out from Mayanam to Gibeon. All right. So we have Abner, the son of Ner, that's with the descendants of Saul. Now Saul is dead at this time. His sons have been killed in battle. And Joab the son of Zeruiah, and the servants of David went out and met together by the pool of Gibeon. They sat down, the one on the one side of the pool and the other on the other side of the pool. Now, you got to keep this straight. Joab is leading the servants of David. And Abner is leading those that are still following the house of Saul. Abner, the son of Ner, is is leading those that are from the followers of Saul and his household. All right? Bosheth is the son of Saul. So he's taken over Saul's place because Saul and Jonathan and other sons of Saul have been killed in battle. Joab, the son of Zeruiah, is with the servants of David. And so they're going to go out and do what sometimes we call war games. Only this really isn't a game. It's more of a a competitive match. Not like the competitive matches we do. Theirs allow for swords, blood, and death. And Abner said to Joab, Let the young men now arise and play before us. And Joab said, Let them arise. Then there arose and went over by number 12 of Benjamin, which pertaineth to Ashibosheth, the son of Saul, and 12 of the servants of David. So you had 12 from each army that were opposing each other in this particular battle. And they caught everyone his fellow by the head. And thrust his sword in his fellow's side. So they fell down together. Verse 17. And there was a very sore battle that day. And Abner was beaten and the men of Israel. 
before the servants of David. And there were three sons of Zeruiah there, Abishai, Asiel, Joab, Abishai, and Asahel. And Asahel was as light of foot as a wild rope. And Asahel pursued after Abner. And in going, he turned not to the right hand nor to the left from following Abner. Then Abner looked behind him and said, Art thou Asahel? And he answered, I am. And Abner said to him, Turn thee aside to thy right hand or to thy left, and lay thee whole on one of the young men, and take thee his armor. But Asahel would not turn aside from following of him. And Abner said again to Asahel, Turn thee aside from following me. Wherefore should I smite thee to the ground? How then should I hold up my face to Joab thy brother? Verse 23. Howbeit he refused to turn aside. Now he's been told twice or more to turn aside and pick up some armor and to turn aside and quit chasing Abner. But he refused. Wherefore Abner with the hinder end of the spear, smote him under the fifth rib, that the spear came out behind him. And he fell down there and died in the same place. And it came to pass that as many as came to the place where Asahel fell down and died stood still. Joab also And Abishai pursued after Abner. And the sun went down when they were come to the hill of Ammah that lieth before Gia by the way of the wilderness of Gibeon. And the children of Benjamin gathered themselves together after Abner and became one troop and stood on the top of an hill. Then Abner called to Joab and said, Shall the sword devour forever? Knowest thou not that it will be bitterness in the latter end? How long shall it be then, ere thou bid the people return from following their brethren? And Joab said, As God liveth, unless thou hadst spoken, Surely then in the morning the people had gone up every one from following his brother. So Joab blew a trumpet, and all the people stood still and pursued after Israel no more. Neither fought they any more. And Abner and his men walked all that night through the plain and passed over Jordan and went through Bithron to Mahanaim. And Joab returned from following Abner. And when he had gathered all the people together, there lacked of David's servants 19 men and Asahel. But the servants of David 
had smitten of Benjamin and of Abner's men, so that three hundred and threescore men died. And they took up Asahel and buried him in the sepulcher of his father, which was in Bethlehem. And Joab and his men went all night, and they came to Hebron at break of day. So you see here, they had a war skirmish. And David's men came out on the better end of it. But those that were still following the house of Saul suffered tremendous losses. Now let's go to the next chapter. Second Samuel chapter 3, beginning with verse 17. Second Samuel chapter 3, beginning with verse 17. And Abner had communication with the elders of Israel, saying, Ye sought for David in times past to be king over you. Now then do it. For the Lord has spoken of David, saying, By the hand of my servant David, I will save my people Israel out of the hand of the Philistines and out of the hand of all their enemies. And Abner also spake in the ears of Benjamin. And Abner went also to speak in the ears of David in Hebron, all that seemed good to Israel, and that seemed good to the whole house of Benjamin. So Abner came to David to Hebron, and 20 men with him. And David made Abner and the men that were with him a feast. And Abner said unto David, I will arise and go and will gather all Israel unto my lord the king, that they may make a league with thee, and that thouest may reign over all that thine heart desireth. And David sent Abner away, and he went in peace. And behold, the servants of David and Joab came from pursuing a troop and brought in a great spoil with them. But Abner was not with David in Hebron. For he had sent him away, and he was gone in peace. When Joab and all the hosts that was with him were come, they told Joab, saying, Abner the son of Ner came to the king, and he has sent him away, and he is gone in peace. Then Joab came to the king and said, What hast thou done? Behold. Abner came unto thee. Why is it that thou hast sent him away, and he is quite gone? Thou knowest, Abner, the son of Ner, that he came to deceive thee, and to know of thy going out and thy coming in, and to know all that thou doest. Well, there's something to be said for jumping to conclusions. 
and for judging without all the facts nor the truth. There is something to be said for jumping to conclusions, for having bitterness in your heart, for judging wrongfully, jumping out without God. Verse 26, and when Joab was come out from David, he sent messengers after Abner, which brought him again from the wall of Sarah, well of Sarah. But David knew it not. And when Abner was returned to Hebron, Joab took him aside in the gate to speak with him quietly and smote him there under the fifth rib that he died for the blood of Asahel, his brother. Revenge. And afterward, when David heard it, he said, I and my kingdom are guiltless before the Lord forever from the blood of Abner, the son of Ner. Let it rest on the head of Joab and on all his father's house. And let there not fail from the house of Joab one that hath an issue or that is a leper or that leaneth on a staff or that falleth on the sword or that lacketh bread. So Joab and Abishai his brother slew Abner because he had slain their brother Asahel at Gibeon in the battle. And David said to Joab and to all the people that were with him, Rend your clothes and gird you with sackcloth and mourn before Abner. And the king and King David himself followed the bear, the funeral procession. And they buried Abner in Hebron. And the king lifted up his voice and wept at the grave of Abner. And all the people wept. So that's a full example of what bitterness of heart, pride, and other sins will do with revenge and retaliation. Amen. It is so. Saints seeking revenge is a serious matter to God. Just as vindictiveness, the spirit in those who are prone to seek revenge, grieves the spirit of God. Many times in personal relationships, the temptation to seek revenge will surface, whether between coworkers, spouses, former spouses, siblings, or in-laws. Vindictiveness is dangerous. It can cost you your salvation. Amen? Amen. Amen. The enemy uses every open door that he can find 
the enemy uses every open door that he can find. Ephesians chapter 4, beginning with verse 26. Ephesians chapter 4, beginning with verse 26. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. Saints, seek the Lord to close those doors and keep them closed. The enemy will prey upon those who have vindictiveness in their family line. Take advantage of that if we allow him to. If this is your case, you are disadvantaged by the weakness that this has caused in your spiritual life. That means what's been passed down to you is a weakness. Amen? It's a weakness. Second Corinthians chapter 12, 12, beginning with verse 8. Second Corinthians chapter 12, beginning with verse 8. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me, pleasure in infirmity, in reproaches, in necessity, in persecution, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. Amen. Saints, we must learn to depend on our Savior, especially in our areas of weakness. We cannot lean on our own self-determined pride, believing that we have all of the strength that we need, when in truth, we do not. Think about that. We should be graced to receive God's power, to be a living demonstration of God's nature instead of showing off our own power and ability. God's grace 
will give us boldness and courage when we must endure insult, hardships, persecution, and a multitude of difficulties. When we are weak in our own selves, God will be our strength. God will be our strength. Then we will really be strong. The less that we have, the more we should depend on our Heavenly Father. The Bible says in the Old Testament, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. First Peter chapter 5. First Peter chapter 5, beginning with verse 6. First Peter 5, beginning with verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. So we should try not to be devourable. Amen? Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. The God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. God comes to the rescue, but you can't give up, you see. God comes to the rescue, but you can't give up. Micah, from the Old Testament, right behind Jonah, chapter 6, verse 8. Micah, M-I-C-A-H, chapter 6, verse 8. He hath showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. We are required to do God's justice, to love his mercy, to execute it, and to walk in humility with our God. Amen. Psalm 27, beginning with verse 13. Psalm 27, beginning with verse 13. I had fainted unless 
I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I would have quit and given up unless I had believed, unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, saints. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. That weakness of vindictiveness, he'll strengthen your heart if you allow it. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Wait. On the Lord. Well, it's hard to wait. Not when you've made up your mind to obey the word of God. That's where you start right there. Making up your mind that no matter what, you're going to obey the word of God. Why? Because that's how you demonstrate that you love God, by obeying him. Amen. Praise the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 13. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Who will not suffer you or allow you of that ye are able? But will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. God will come help you out if you seek him. If you call on him, he won't fail you. Amen? Second Peter chapter 2, verse 9. Second Peter chapter 2, verse 9. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation. Let me give you that again. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. God knows how to do these things. The Lord knows what he's doing. Can we trust him to do it? Certainly. We all should. Psalm 118. Psalm 118, verse 14. Psalm 118, Verse, the Lord is my strength and song. Yes, you're going to need a song in this battle. The Lord is my strength and my song. Mm-hmm. And is become my salvation. The Lord is the one who's going to save me. He's going to give me strength, and he's going to give me a new song in my heart, a heart of praise unto our God. Promises to give songs in the night, songs of deliverance, remember? 
Amen. And he keeps his word. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. He giveth power to the faint. Those that are about to fall over and quit and give up, he gives power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. So every saint shall say, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Let's try that again. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Now you need to sign your name right in the margin by that scripture if you haven't already. You need to sign your name. If you have a little Bible, put your initials there. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God, mm-hmm, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Put on the whole armor of God. That's right. So you can stand against the devil's wiles and strategies and plans and tactics. Amen? In the day when I cried out, criest thou answerest me and strengthenest me with strength in my soul. That's Psalm 138, verse 3. Psalm one. 38 verse 3 In the day When I cried Thou answerest me And strengthenest me With strength In my soul Saints of the most high God Surrender Your feelings of injustice Your hurt sorrow, your pain, your anger, your pride, your bruised ego, your harboring of ill feeling, your playback of the wickedness that was done, all of it, surrender it to the Lord Jesus Christ, who is your Lord, your Savior, and your Deliverer. Saints of the Most High God, surrender your feelings of injustice, your hurt, your sorrow, your pain, your anger, your wrath, your rage, your fury, your pride, your bruised ego, your harboring of ill feelings and hostilities and resentment, 
and your playback of the wickedness that was done to the Lord Jesus Christ, who is your Savior, Lord, and Deliverer. Amen? Amen. This is the one who really loves you, you know? You can, you can trust him to deliver those things to him, to surrender those things in your heart and mind to him right now. Amen. When you say, I cry out of wrong, but I am not heard. I cry aloud, but there is no judgment. Jesus says, Avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay. I have borne your grief and carried your sorrows. I was wounded for every transgression. I was bruised for each iniquity. The chastisement for your peace was laid upon me. It is with my strife that you are healed. Come unto me, and I will heal your suffering and give you rest and peace. Amen? Rest and peace. First Peter Chapter 2, verse 19. 1 Peter, chapter 2, verse 19. For this is thankworthy. If a man for conscience toward God endure grief, suffering wrongfully. God thinks highly of one who does this. If a man for conscience sake toward God endure grief, suffering wrongfully, God blesses this one. God blesses this one. Verse 21. 1 Peter 2, verse 21. For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps, who did no sin, Neither was guile or deceit found in his mouth, who when he was reviled or insulted, reviled not again. When he was reviled and insulted, he reviled not again. He didn't turn around and repay the insult. You married couples, take note. When he suffered, He threatened not. When he suffered, he didn't throw a temper tantrum and say, 
well, I'm filing for divorce, knowing full well that you don't have the money to pay the fee. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteously. He committed himself to his father. Can't you submit yourself to him? Amen. Amen, it is so. Mark, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, verse 25. Mark, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, verse 25. And when ye stand praying, forgive. For if ye have aught against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your, which says that if you don't forgive, he won't be forgiving you. That's how that works. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 18. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 18. Thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people. But thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. Amen. It's the truth. First Peter chapter three verse nine. First Peter chapter 3, verse 9. Not rendering, not paying back evil for evil or railing for railing. You know what railing is. But contrarywise, blessing. Knowing that ye are thereunto called, you're called to do this. You're called not to render evil for evil, not to do payback, vengeance and vindictiveness and revenge. Not to get back at every opportunity that you have. But you're called contrarywise to blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called. What's your calling? There it is right there. Every saint is called to this. Why? That you should inherit a blessing. Amen? Let the saints of God say amen to the word of God. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. So, Since you now know what God expects all of us to do, and somewhere in here you have repented forever having revenge in your heart, and you've cast your cares on the Lord because he cares for you, and because you also want to walk in divine health, amen? 
Now you should be ready to pray. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we want to repent of our sins, our trespasses, our revenge, our vindictiveness, our hatred, and our full rebellion against the word of God. We want to repent of all of our bitternesses and every grudge that we have held. Father, you know each heart, and each saint must come to you personally with their list of transgressions. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you that you'll cleanse us from all sin and all unrighteousness. We thank you, Father, for hearing our prayers and being merciful unto us. And, Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we now bind Satan the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland and the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for, eter- for all eternity. We bind the witchcraft from summer solstice in Jesus' name. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, listeners, whisperers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, technology demons, and their attacks. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all Kundalini spirits and their attacks, water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, all passive devils and their attacks, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone spirits, all sorcery devils and their attacks all seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger in their attacks, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, all debilitating sonic frequencies, all microwave attacks, all pulse weapons and their attacks, all targeted radio frequencies, all EMF attacks and EMP attacks, We bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. 
You have no power over us in Jesus' name. We bind all whoredom spirits and their attacks, all seducing and womanizing spirits, sorcery devils and their attacks, and all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer and their attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks. The hypnotic and trance devils come to void out your own will, saints. They come to take away your I have decided to or I have decided against so that you can be easily manipulated. That's what they do. We bind all mystic rituals and their intent. Thank you, Jesus Christ. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, all 5G and all its components used against us, everything coming off the cell towers, satellites, and through electronics, and technology devices we bind in Jesus' name. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian. Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, Australian, Asian, indigenous groups, native groups, tribal groups, Pan-Asian, Korean, Korean, Pacific Islander. The work of every Druid, all Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. You're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind on Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. We bind all shape-shifting spirits. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind the formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind spirits of infirmity and all spiders in their web, all supplanting spirits, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons, each and every demon sent forth to intimidate, Harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, 
hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, attack, reproach, undermine, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root, work, or sin against us, all astral projections sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending, the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. We bind make-believe, fantasy, and la-la land. We bind false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, Death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bio-PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride and his entire kingdom In Jesus' holy name, we bind all the human, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear. Combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptations to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Osiris, all goddesses and gods, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. We bind you all and chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, promptings, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind and break the powers of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, and rite in Jesus' name and also the works of every associated organization. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the grip in Jesus' name. We thank you for that. Hallelujah. We thank you for freedom from that, Father. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots. Yes, Lord, and all the other things that they do. We just give you a few things here, Father, but there are other things that the wicked ones participate in. We bind those two in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief and whom we serve and obey. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We thank you, Father, and we ask for your angels to participate. We cut ourselves free with the sword of the Spirit from every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ, and we command them to leave us now in Jesus' name. We cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all the demons that come to fight with us in the night, through nightmares, bad dreams, sex dreams, anyone trying to get into our dreams. And we command them to stay away in Jesus' name. (coughs) We ask for your giant warrior angels, Lord, to protect us and our property as we sleep. And we thank you for the fiery wall of fire, that wall of fire from Zechariah 2 and 5, Lord, your protection around us. We pull out, in the name of Jesus Christ, every fiery dart, pen, needle, spear, voodoo, and anything sent to us from the demonic realm. We send it right back in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. And we cut and uh, sever ourselves from all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, 
oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and other form of agreement with the demonic realm. We destroy, we tear down, we pull down all walls of protection and any other kind of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, warlocks, witches, wizards, sorcerers, divinators, and such. We break the power of every and all love spells, vexes, hexes, and curses, fetishes, charms, any kind of spell, all psychic thoughts, witchcraft, all voodoo, magic, and sorcery, every form of mind control, death, bewitchment, potions, and jinxes, torment, pain, and sickness, all destruction, all psychic warfare and psychic powers being worked against us, incense and candle burning, root works, crystals, voodoo, incantations, ungodly blessings, chanting, tribal rituals and sins being worked against us. We bind you in the name of Jesus, and we forbid you to attempt to touch our lives in Jesus' name. And we release the truth of God over the people of God in Jesus' holy name. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Brother Bill. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. We have some wonderful testimonies tonight. Uh, let me get with them. Um, so many people were putting their praise reports in there, how they had prayed for this Roe versus Wade for many years, and they were just so happy to see the Lord coming through with it. There's just a big list of them that did that. They were so happy. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Don't, Let's start with Lori, and she has a praise report. Father God, I'd like to thank you and praise you for Mrs. James, my sixth-grade teacher in 1976, who showed our class a reel-to-reel film from about abortions. We saw babies being put in bags. I wouldn't have known exactly what abortion meant as I was beginning hearing of other girls in high school whispering about abortions. Back then, I thought Planned Parenthood was a normal family health center. Praise the Lord that Roe versus Wade was overturned today. That was the most dramatic one that I really liked listening to. And everyone else just was so happy to see that. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. I really enjoyed that praise report that it has been overturned today. Praise you, Lord. I had tears in my eyes when I heard it myself. OP has a praise report. I answered the questions confidently, and I got accepted in my new job. Thank you, Lord, for hearing the desires of my heart. Thank you for giving me a new job. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Everything that I have is by your grace. Caroline has a praise report. While listening to a recast, I woke up to Brother Marshall saying, whoosh, 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 all demonic connections severed, and the devil trying to hold onto my neck fled. My neck is free now. Praise the Holy. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Yes, I am rapidly. Hallelujah. I I also got refunded 56 pounds from my water provider. And a new bill of 11 pounds down from last month, from 17 pounds. Blessings, 
Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, praise you. JC has a praise report. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for perfect blood pressure reading at the dentist office. Uh, it was 116 over 63. I haven't seen these numbers in years. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Dawn has a praise report. I was called this week and told I had a job. Thank you, Jesus. I trusted you, and you gave me peace in my heart about this. Asking for a good client, they opened the doors automatically. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Just praise you, praise you, praise you. NK has a praise report. Whenever I listen to Pastor Pat's sermons listed in her section on this website, I was glad to get a great teaching, but sad because the audio was low and I couldn't do anything about it. Now... That has all been fixed. The volume is great, and I'm so happy. Praise you, Lord Jesus. You fixed the website. Bro has has thanked you, Lord, for delivering me today. When I slipped on rain-slick bricks and felt someone hold me up, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes, the Lord surrounded you with angels and protected you. Praise the Lord Jesus for that. MN has a praise report. I want to share bound the jinx words of a co-worker over me concerning the business flow. She stated that she jinxed us both. I kept out of agreement and called for the word of God to burn it up in Jeremiah 32, 29. I did just that. I'm not mocking my co-worker, but that day has been easy and going and successful. Each time I went on break, my co-workers were swamped with tasks with task, the same individual stated that she's cursed in reference to another concern of hers. The Holy Spirit reminded me of the truth and severity of consequences of the result of our words. May I always be obedient to the word in Jesus' name. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Yes, Lord, teach us all how to guard our mouth. Thank you, Lord, for that. DCH has a praise report. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for getting me to go outside my house at 6 a.m. yesterday morning to see a water leak in my yard near the city water meter. I called the city public works emergency number, and the water meter come out and fixed it. The water department came out and fixed the problems. Amen. Praise you, Lord, for that. What a wonderful praise report. You always show us what we need to know. D47 has a praise report. I thank you, Father God, for taking care, for taking care of all my cares regarding my housing and hauling a zero balance of remainder of my reservation. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise you, Lord. Tammy has a praise report. I placed a prayer request for myself as I was having COVID symptoms, and I did test positive. Today I went to the doctor, and I was waiting for the doctor. Fear tried to enter into me, so I asked Brother Bill to pray for me, and he did right then. The peace of the Lord came over me, and the fear left. I had an x-ray. My lungs were x-rayed, and the doctor said they were excellent. They looked as good as a 12-year-old's. I've seen, praise you, Lord, thank you. 
for healing me and the precious time you spent with me as you teach me and show me things I need to know. We'll just praise you, Lord Jesus. And this morning, saints, I just woke up singing praises to the Lord, praises to the Lord. I knew this was a special day. Praise you, Lord Jesus. These are wonderful praise reports, and you're worthy of all of our praise, Lord Jesus. Thank you. You still sit on the throne, and you showed us all that today. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. What wonderful praise reports, and what a wonderful day. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for that, Brother Bill. And thank you for everyone who contributed their praise report. Amen. You know, saints, um, each of us needs to consider the move of God and what's happening in our own midst right now. You see, there were a lot of people contributed toward this victory that are already at home. They left the earth not seeing this day. But we have the honored privilege of not only seeing this day come, but participating in what led up to it. Amen? We need to keep those who were out front in the public view in prayer under the blood. That's what we're to do. All of those churches, and all of those centers and all of those persons who were in the public eye, all of those attorneys, all of those judges, Donald Trump, and many others who are out in the forefront doing their individual part, we need to keep them covered in prayer. You know, the enemy is angry, and not just angry, he's angry with violence. And we all have understood that, I pray. And he's not finished with his evil work. And those who played a prominent part in his plan aren't finished either. They're on the news declaring every kind of thing that they can declare. And there will be judgment. There will be judgment. It's going to come. There will be judgment. Yes. When you stand up and you vehemently oppose Jesus Christ, you better know judgment is coming. And they're not finished with their opposition. No, they're not going to just take this. Remember how Pharaoh behaved when God kept sending the plague. And God kept sending the plague. And God kept sending the plague. God didn't harden. If you read it carefully, every single time God didn't harden his heart. There were times when Pharaoh hardened his own heart. And that's what we see happening. That's what we see happening. So know that there's going to be judgment. 
It's so very important, saints, for us to understand that we don't just come up here on Wednesday nights, Friday nights, and Sunday mornings because we don't have anything else to do. Now, no, that's not what we do here. We are not the people who stick up, bury our heads in the sand. We are an active, vital part of God's end-time army. We are an active, vital, participating part of God's end-time army. You need to understand that. You need to receive it and accept it and embrace it because it is the truth. It is indeed the truth. So the instructions that Jesus gives us, we are going to carry out to the letter. It is vital, it is important for you to add your agreement when we pray, when we do warfare, when we're casting spirits out of people, when we're offering adjudications before the righteous judge. Your agreement matters. Your agreement matters. And today should drive that home for you. Everybody's agreement matters. When Moses was leading the children of Israel through the wilderness, those who decided to follow Their agreement with Moses and the plan of God mattered. And those who chose to rebel and to discourage others from following God's intent, plan, and purpose were judged. Hell opened its mouth and swallowed them alive and closed up upon them. Please understand, these are the end times. They're not coming. They are here, and you're living into it. You were called into the kingdom for such a time as this. Do your part. You're not called to do anybody else's part but the part that's assigned to you. And if everybody does their part, God gets the glory. Amen? If everyone does their part, God gets the glory. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is a great day to be alive. I don't care what the gas prices are. It's a great day to be alive. I don't care what was missing in the grocery store. It's a great day to be alive. It's a great day to be alive to see God move in the earth, just like he did in what some people call Bible days. But I want you to know that the book of Acts is not finished. It's still being written. And our names and our lives are a part of that writing. Do your part, saints. Do your part. God didn't bring you to a sit-down, do-nothing ministry. You know, you show up whenever you show up, and you do whatever you do, then you retire. 
No, that's not what this is. This is an active, vital part, participating part of the kingdom of God. Amen? Deserve to be supported by the people of God. Amen? Amen. So right now I'm going to go to our guest call-in. And I'm going to area code 469. So area code 469, I'm coming to you now in Jesus' name. Hello? Hello, Dr. Sabrina. This is uh, Nathaniel from New Mexico. Yes, sir. Um, I was what calling for prayer. Mm-hmm. I I was calling for prayer because I have um terrible acne, like my acne is all over my face, it's on my back, on my chest, and it's even spreads to my arm, and it's just horrendous, and I think like it's a spiritual problem, so I'm praying about it, and I wanted to know if you could also pray for me for that, and also for the gift of speaking in tongues, and uh, for concentration in school, and I have this one friend who's not a Christian, who um like the Holy Spirit has convicted me like to stop talking to that friend, because whenever I talk to that friend, I find myself in sin, I can't control myself, and I just, like, I know it's not good for me to talk to that friend, and I find it hard to stop talking to the person. So I want you to maybe um, also pray that uh, the Holy Spirit would help me and give me the strength to stop speaking to this person. Amen. All right. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we've all heard our brother's prayer request before your throne. And we come in agreement with the Holy Scriptures on this matter and with your will and intent concerning his life. From our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over the root causes of the acne outbreak in his body in Jesus' name. The Bible says, Lord, that when um, Naaman, who had way too much pride, obeyed you and dipped in the Jordan seven times, his skin came forth like a baby's skin, brand new. And, Lord, you're no respect of person. You promised to renew our youth like the eagles, and although Nathaniel is not old, Lord, you will heal. Because you purchased our healing on Calvary. By your stripes, we have been healed. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we bind the root causes of the acne outbreaks on our brother's body. We bind those pimples. We bind the scarring that the pimples leave behind in Jesus' name. And we command it to come up and out of him right now in the name of Jesus. We bind every inordinate affection. Take a deep breath and call. We bind every inordinate affection that keeps him in relationship to this person, Lord, that you have cut him free from. With the sword of the spirit, we cut him free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, darling, chain, fetter, net, yoke, 
and bondage of the enemy that would hold him fast to somebody you have told him to separate himself from. Come out from among them, saith the Lord, and be separate, and touch not the unclean things, and I will receive you. Come out. Come out. In the name of Jesus Christ, every tie, every connection, every physical item, every spiritual entity that is tying them together, we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind its influence and power in the name of Jesus Christ. And we command all those spirits to be uprooted. We bind every familiar spirit and hold him there. Every spirit of idolatry, worship, and inordinate affection, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out of here. We bind the sin that connects them. Every water spirit that connects them. Every unclean spirit, every unrighteous spirit, every unclean spirit that connects them, we bind you in the name of Jesus we command you to come up and out of him. Come out come out of him. All uncleanness. All uncleanness. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. All uncleanness. Every unclean spirit. Every unrighteous spirit. Every unholy spirit. Every ungodly spirit, we bind you in the name of Jesus. Come up and out of him in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of him in the name of Jesus. Witchcraft in the mind. Witchcraft in the mind. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind all the witchcraft spirits in the mind. Come out of the mind. Out of the mind, you into the cage, bound to the feet of Jesus for judgment. All the witchcraft spirits in the mind, come out now. Come out now in the name of Jesus. All the spirits that through technology in the mind, come out in the name of Jesus Christ. A spirit through technology entering the mind. We bind you in Jesus' name. Come up and out of it. The attraction being drawn by familiar spirits. We sever it with the sword of the spirit in Jesus' name. Father, we ask you to release unity between camps in Jesus' name. All the spirits they have in common, that's bringing them together. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We mutually muzzle you and gag you with the blood of Jesus. We command you to be bound, go into the cage, chain, into the feet of judgment. Judgment in Jesus' name, come out of it. Come out of it. Come out of his soul. Come out of his spirit. We sever the soul ties with the sword of the spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. We sever the soul ties in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid any entity or any person to attempt to get them back together again in Jesus' holy name. We bind all enforcing devils in the name of Jesus Christ. All demons that came through video games, 
Come out, bound in Jesus' name. They came through virtual reality. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. They came through toys and amusement. Oh, we bind the familiar devil in Jesus' name. Come on out of it. Come on in the name of Jesus. Come on out. From the roof. From the roof. Every, every spirit, everything that my Heavenly Father did not plan in Nathaniel. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We curse you at the root as Jesus cursed the fruit tree, and we command you to come up and out of his life, bound into the cage, to the feet of Jesus. Come on out. Come on out in Jesus' name. Come on out in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Fire of God. Come and burn the rest of these spirits out. Father, we ask that you take this deliverance to completion, even after we're off the air in the name of Jesus. Impressionable demons, you are bound in Jesus' name. Impressionable demons, you are bound in Jesus' name. Come on out of him. You're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of him. We disconnect him from you. Disconnect him from that person. All false admiration, all false praise and flattery, all spirits of evil seduction. You're bound in Jesus' name. <coughs> Baal, you're bound in Jesus' name. <coughs> we cut him free from you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. <coughs> Uprooting evil. Uprooting evil. Uprooting evil. Uprooting wickedness. Uprooting wickedness. Uprooting wickedness in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out. Come on out of it. Uprooting wickedness in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, the things they once held in common, they no longer have in common in Jesus' name. Made bold in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we plead the merits of the said blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that you bring him into the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. We give you praise for it in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, you keep on coughing because God's got work to do. Amen? God bless you. We love you, and we plead the blood of Jesus over you. <laughs> 
Amen. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Saints, we need to keep praying for our brother because God's really setting him free. Father, we leave him in your hands with the warring linking angels, with the wall of fire, with your glory in the midst surrounding him, that he might be completely delivered and set free in Jesus' holy name. Bless you, Lord. We bless your name. We ask you to give him the concentration in school that he desires and that he needs. We bind dullness of mind in Jesus' name. And we ask you to help him to remember what he needs to remember in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the U.S. Department of Education has unveiled. Okay. Has unveiled post changes to federal civil rights law to clarify that protections against sex discrimination include discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. The proposal sparks concerns from conservative groups, female athletes, and civil rights groups that the Biden administration is working to redefine sex over half a century after Title IX was enacted to protect women from discrimination in education. Progressive organizations celebrated the rule proposal as a critical step in protecting LGBT students from discrimination. The Education Department announced the proposal changes in a Thursday statement, marking the 50th anniversary of the passage of Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972. Title IX's purpose is to provide equal opportunities to women and girls in education, including athletics. Over the last 50 years, it has paved the way for millions of women and girls to access equal opportunity in our nation's schools and has been instrumental in combating sexual assault and sexual violence in educational settings, said the Secretary of Education. As we celebrate the 50th anniversary of this landmark law, our proposed changes will allow us to continue that progress and ensure all students, no matter who they are, where they live, or whom they love, mm-hmm. now whom they love, what does that have to do with it? can learn, grow, and thrive in school. A fact sheet compiled by the department indicates that the proposed amendments to Title IX would protect LGBTQI, whatever else they've added to it, students from discrimination based on sexual orientation, gender identity, and sex characteristics. Specifically, they would make clear that preventing someone from, partic- from participating in school. Specifically, they would make clear that preventing someone from participating in school programs and activities consistent with their gender identity, not the gender that God assigned in the womb. Okay? Let's make it clear. Their gender identity would cause harm in violation of Channel Title IX 
except in some limited areas set out in the statute or regulation. However, the document noted that the department plans to issue a separate notice of proposed rulemaking to address whether and how the department should amend the title regulations to address students' eligibility on a particular on a particular male or female athletics team. The proposed amendments come as 11 states have passed legislation banning trans-identified males from competing in women's sports, citing concerns that the inherent biological differences between men and women give trans-identified males unfair advantages over their biologically female counterparts. The American public public will have 60 days from the publication of the department's latest guidance in the Federal Register to comment on the proposal. The American Principles Project, a conservative organization that supports legislation barring trans-identified males from competing against biological females in athletics, released a statement criticizing the proposed changes to the title. Fifty years ago, Congress passed Title IX to safeguard educational opportunities for women and girls. Today, Joe Biden and his administration have officially gutted those protections, endangering female students and fostering gender insanity in our schools, President Terry Schilling said. Under these new regulations, schools will now be required to allow boys into girls' private spaces. Hey, 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 call the restroom. Are you listening? Merely if they claim to be female. Mm-hmm. This is a severe threat to the safety of women and girls, as we already have seen in Loudoun County, Virginia, where last year a male student in a skirt sexually assaulted a girl in a restroom. It is all, and we prayed about that in case you have forgotten. It is also, at the very least, an outrageous infringement on the privacy of students. So, we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning President Joe Biden and his administration needs more funding for not just COVID-19 vaccines, but to plan for another pandemic. That's right. We do need more money, Biden told reporters on Tuesday afternoon. We don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. And I bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. And I forbid any spirit to take his words and bring them to fruition in Jesus' holy name. He did not elaborate. We have to think ahead, he said, adding that is why we need the money to help them think. Mm-hmm. Biden was making those comments as COVID-19 vaccines rolled out for children as young as six months after both the FDA and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention authorized Pfizer's and Moderna's vaccines. 
Multiple municipalities announced over the weekend that those vaccines will be administered starting Tuesday. Monday was a federal holiday. The latest vaccine rollout, Tuesday, Biden said, there is finally some peace of mind. Well, that's not how I get my peace of mind. And described it as a monumental step forward in his administration's COVID-19 response. The federal government has already made at least 10 million COVID-19 doses available to states and health providers and will rely on pediatricians and other health care providers to dole them out, officials said. Pharmacies and other health care providers will also give the vaccine. Federal data suggests that since October 2021, only about 29% of children aged 5 to 11 are considered fully vaccinated after the Pfizer vaccine was authorized. About 36% in that age group have received one dose. Meanwhile, studies have also shown that children, and especially young children, have exceptionally low mortality and hospitalization rates compared with other groups. In generally, in general, elderly and individuals with compromised immune systems are the most at risk from COVID-19. Some polls targeting parents of small children show that the vast majority of those parents do not their kids to receive the shots despite some mainstream news outlets and health officials claiming that parents are eagerly anticipating the rollout. In May, a Kaiser Family Foundation poll showed that only 18% of American parents with very young children were planning to have on having them receive the shot. Among the states, Florida is the only one not to place any orders for COVID-19 vaccines for children under the age of five, according to Governor Ron DeSantis' spokeswoman, Christina Pusha. On June 20th, DeSantis doubled down and told the crowd that his office is recommending against vaccinating, vaccinating babies. We are not going to have any program where we're trying to jab a six-month-old babies with mRNA. That's just the reality, the Republican governor said. Our Department of Health has looked into it. There is no proven benefit to put a baby on mRNA. So that's why our recommendation is against it, he added. Schilling contends that the proposal will also violate the free speech rights of teachers who could be forced to use all manner of absurd pronouns or risk being accused of harassment and discrimination. Joe Biden and his administration have now made clear they care more about the extreme demands of woke activists than the well-being of millions of teachers and students who will be negatively affected by this rule, Schilling claims. Louise Melling, the deputy legal director with the progressive civil rights group American Civil Liberties Union, praised the rule proposal. Protecting LGBTQ students from discrimination recognizes the humanity of all people, really. When LGBTQ youth are supported and affirmed, they are not only more likely to succeed in school but to have 
better mental health outcomes. Well, what about the rest of the students? The secretary's action is critical now as politicians around the country are attacking trans youth. The message is clear and it is right. LGBTQ youth belong in our schools. They've been there the whole time. Craig DeRoche, CEO of the socially conservative group Family Policy Alliance, believes that the Biden administration used 700 pages to redefine the sex in Title IX, undoing the law that advanced equality for my wife and daughter. The alliance warns that the rule changes would force girls to share private spaces like showers, locker rooms, and bathrooms with males, force girls to lose sex-specific scholarships to males who identify as females. Potentially further, the LGBT political agenda in public school curriculum and policies, silencing girls who express concerns about their privacy and safety, and shutting down any opposition to transgender ideology by labeling disagreement as disinformation. The Biden administration may soon put girls' sports on the chopping block, too, DeRoach said, referring to the department's plans to release guidance on the application of the title regulations to participate in athletics. Riley Gaines, a University of Kentucky swimmer who competed against trans-identified swimmer Leah Thomas at this year's NCAA championships, is among those who have spoken out against the proposed uh, against the proposed rule. She participated in a "Our Body, Our Sports" rally held on held in Washington D.C. Thursday, rewriting the title and redefining what sex is is taking away everything sex has stood for for the past 50 years and everything that women have fought so hard to get, like equality and fairness and equal opportunities, she told Fox News. This destroys that, and the integrity of women's sports will be completely lost and a thing of the past. The proposed rule changes are the latest example of the Biden administration citing the U.S. Supreme Court's 2020 decision in Bostick versus Clayton County. The high court ruled that firing an employee based on sexual orientation or gender constituted sex discrimination in violation of the title of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Last year, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services pointed to Bostick, that um, particular decision, when declaring that it would enforce Section 1557 of the Affordable Care Act of individuals who access or seek to access covered health programs or activities and prevent discrimination against consumers on the basis of sexual orientation or gender identity. Critics maintain that this policy would force faith-based health care providers to cover gender transition surgeries even though such policies contradict their religious beliefs. While much of the criticism surrounding the Biden administration's proposed amendment to the title surrounded its provisions on LGBT issues, other organizations pushed back on the planned revision of policies addressing allegations of sexual assault or misconduct on college campuses. 
the Nonpartisan Foundation for Individual Rights in Education, released a statement expressing concern that the new regulations would gut essential free speech and due process rights for college students facing sexual misconduct allegations on campus. The advocacy, advocacy organization laid out what it viewed as the most problematic aspects of the draft regulations, including eliminating students' right to a live hearing, eliminating the right to cross-examination, and weakening students' rights to active legal representation. Fire suggested that the regulations would allow a single-campus bureaucrat to serve as judge and jury. The group believes the proposal rejects the Supreme Court's definition of sexual harassment in favor of a definition that threatens free speech's rights and requires colleges and universities to use the weak preponderance of the evidence standard to determine guilt unless they use a higher standard for other alleged misconduct. Failure to comply with provisions in the rule changes federally funded schools and colleges at risk of losing money. Yes, they have to threaten them, don't they? Mm-hmm. You know, when you're right, people who believe in right find you somehow. It's the truth. You just watch. You just watch. You know, doing evil doesn't profit. The Bible says so. However, it brings curses and judgments for sure. Amen. So we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the Supreme Court agreed on June 24th to hear an appeal from a Romanian-American businessman who was fined $50,000 for failing to file tax forms on time, but whose penalty ballooned to $2.72 million when an appeals court ruled the fine should be imposed based on the number of bank accounts he held instead of the number of forms he failed to file. The Biden administration, which wants to beef up enforcement efforts by the IRS, favors the larger penalty and had asked the high court to refuse to take the case. The case is Bittner versus United States of America, court filed 21-1195, appeal from the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit. The justices did not explain in their unsigned order why they agreed to hear the case, as is their usual practice when declining the granting of petitions or review. Alexandru Bittner was born in communist Romania. He moved to the United States in his youth, working as a dishwasher and later as a plumber. Eventually, he was naturalized in the United States and had been a dual Romanian U.S. citizen ever since. Bittner returned to Romania after the collapse of the Soviet bloc communism in 1990 and lived there for more than 20 years until late 2011. He was a successful businessman and had several non-U.S. 
personal bank accounts and owned stock in a number of Romanian corporations that also had foreign bank accounts. While living abroad, Bittner had limited contact with the United States. Like many dual citizens, he was unaware that he was required to file U.S. income tax returns reporting his foreign income, according to the petition Bittner filed with the high court. Bittner was also not aware of the existence of the FBAR form, that is, Report of Foreign Bank and Financial Accounts on Financial Crimes Enforcement Network form or his duty to file such forms. Soon after coming back to the U.S. in 2011, he realized he should have filed U.S. tax returns while living in Romania to report his worldwide income. Bittner retained a professional accountant who advised him on the requirement to file FBARS to prepare the file to prepare the file needed documents. But the IRS found Bittner had failed to timely file those documents for five years, 2007 through 2011. In that period, because he had more than 25 foreign accounts, he was not required to detail those accounts, but was permitted merely to state the total number of foreign accounts in which he had a financial interest. He corrected forms, nevertheless volunteered the full information. The IRS sought to impose the maximum penalty under the Bank Secrecy Act, even though Bittner's delinquency was not willful. Despite filing, failing to file five annual forms on time, the IRS took the position that Bittner had violated the act a full 272 times, once for each account that was not reported in each of those five years. The IRS assessed a $2.72 million penalty, representing a $10,000 fine for each account Bittner disclosed on his untimely FBARS. The IRS sued Bittner in federal district court in Texas, which determined the tax collection agency errors. The court ruled the total fine should be capped at $50,000 or $10,000 maximum for each FBAR. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit reversed the decision the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit reversed the decision, finding fines should apply on a per-account, not a per-form basis, and restoring the $2.72 million penalty figure. Now, I'm going to pause right here, and I'm going to say something. Uh, decades ago now, the IRS received some very strong rebukes and a whole lot of pushback from people all over the nation who had mistreated uh, the citizens of the United States of America and put them through many such similar changes that we're discussing here tonight and held these people's lives captive by their wrong and erroneous interpretation of the law. It was so bad 
that even liberal 60 Minutes aired a piece on how bad it was. And after that, something was done about it. But they're right back at it again. So we're presenting this to the righteous judge and requesting his adjudication. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit reversed the decision finding fines should apply on a per account, not a per form basis. So they restored the $2.72 million penalty figure. The decision conflicts with precedent in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, Bittner argued in his petition, and needs to be resolved by the Supreme Court. There is no reason to think the conflict will disappear on its own. The IRS is applying one rule in the Ninth Circuit and a different rule everywhere else, leaving the conflict entrenched and ensuring that tax penalties vary greatly based on the happenstance of where a taxpayer is located. Ha, my, they're at it again, God. This kind of treatment of identically situated parties undermines the proper administration of the tax system and interferes with sound tax policies stated in the petition. The filing added the critical issue arises all the time and the acts penalties for identically situated parties will now turn on whether the taxpayer is from California or Texas. U.S. Solicitor General Elizabeth Prelogar had urged the Supreme Court to throw out Bittner's appeal, according to a brief filed May 17th. When Bittner filed the untimely FBARs, the forms were inaccurate and incomplete. The IRS, she stated, had accused Bittner of concealing cash and of not cooperating with the agency. The IRS also claimed that when the man filed U.S. income tax returns for six of the taxable years in which he was living in Romania, he did provide accurate answers to the questions regarding whether he had foreign financial accounts and whether he had a requirement to file a FBAR. Bittner's attorney of Haynes and Boone in Dallas, was pleased the Supreme Court will hear the case. This case presents exceptionally important questions for taxpayers nationwide, he said. The IRS is profoundly misreading the act to impose breathtaking penalties for non-willful conduct. We're grateful for the grant, and we look forward to litigating the case on its merits. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Dr. Anthony Fossey, said he's unable to commit to stopping federal funding from going to Chinese scientific research, even as the U.S. intelligence community assesses the Chinese regime as America's top adversary. Fossey, the head of the National Institute of Allergy, and infectious diseases made the remarks on June 16th during an exchange with Senator Roger Marshall of Kansas while appearing virtually at a Senate Health Labor Health Education Labor and Pensions Committee hearing. 
The National Institutes of Health is still funding research in China, at least $8 million since 2020, Marshall said during the hearing. The, in the intelligence community's 2020 annual threat assessment, the Chinese Communist Party is presented as one of the top threats to the, U, to the United States, along with Russia, Iran, Syria, and North Korea. To my knowledge, only China is receiving U.S. research dollars. Since 2020, the National Institutes of Health has awarded a total of $8.3 million in grants to the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention and its National Center for AIDS, STD Control and Prevention Division, along with five top public universities in mainland China and Hong Kong, according to the NIH website. The NAID is a component institute of the National Institutes of Health. That amount doesn't capture dollars later funded to a Chinese institution through a U.S.-based organization such as New York-based EcoHealth Alliance, which had partnered with the Wuhan Institute of Virology to perform coronavirus-related experiments that some experts say fit the definition of gain-of-function research, that is, experiments that increase the pathogenicity of transmissibility of a virus. Marshall asked Fossey, when will you as director of NAID stop funding research in China? In response, Fossey said that U.S. federal agencies had very productive, peer-reviewed, highly regarded research projects with our Chinese colleagues that have led to some major advances in biomedical research. So I don't think I'd be able to tell you that we're going to stop funding the Chinese, he said. We obviously need to be careful and make sure that when we do fund them, when we do fund them, when we do fund them, we have the proper peer review and we go through all established guidelines, he added, saying that grants that go to foreign countries, including China, have State Department clearance. Well, Dr. Fossey told the truth for once. After years of repeatedly dishon- repeated dishonesty that has eroded America's trust in our public health institutions, in the aftermath of the coronavirus pandemic, our government should know it's dangerous and wrong to continue funding research projects supported by the Chinese Communist Party. Marshall followed up by asking Fossey, if he agrees that the U.S. public lacks records and studies from EcoHealth Alliance's research. Fossey's answer was evasive. We have access to an extraordinary amount of information that has gone there. He said, arguing that the publicly available information in the scientific journals is sufficient. Obviously, none of us know everything that's going on in China. Really? You're sending your money, but you don't know what's going on there. But if the question at hand is the rather small, peer-reviewed, high-priority grant that was given from EcoHealth to China in a sub-award, we have a lot of good information that's in the publishing. The NIH gave a total of $3.1 million in grants to EcoHealth 
over the five years from 2014 to 2019. Almost a fifth of that, 599,000, went to the Wuhan lab in part for identifying and altering bat coronaviruses deemed likely to infect humans, documents obtained by The Intercept show. Fossey last week tested positive for COVID-19 and joined the June 16th Senate hearing remotely. His response to Marshall omitted any reference to EcoHealth's lack of disclosure over some of its research activities, which would have prompted an NIH review over biosafety measures. In one experiment at the Wuhan facility funded by NIH via EcoHealth, mice infected with modified version of the original bat coronavirus became sicker than those infected with the original version, an unexpected result that was not something that the researchers set out to do. Lawrence Tabak, then principal duty director at the NIH, told lawmakers last October, he said EcoHealth had violated grant terms by failing to promptly notify the NIH about the finding. Fossey at the June 16th hearing also told Senator Mike Braun of Indiana that he believes the outbreak of the virus is very, very likely to jump in species from an animal host and less likely to be the result of a lab leak. I believe it's essential to have cooperation and collaboration with the Chinese, he said when Braun asked him whether he thinks Beijing will cooperate with him to get the thor- to get the thorough bottom of the origins of COVID-19. So, Saints, there you have it. You heard it first. Fossey said he's not quitting giving them our money. Now, what do you think of that? Amen. Brother Marshall, we are ready to pray. Thank you, Father, that you're ready to hear, and your mercies are new every day because of Jesus interceding for each of us. We thank you for your perfect love, that perfect love that casts out all fear. Thank you, Father, for hearing the prayers of many, many saints over many decades, some of whom have gone home to be with you, Lord, concerning this Roe versus Wade being overturned. And thank you, Father God, for giving some people in the Supreme Court even gumption to stand up for the Second Amendment in part. And we thank you for that. We thank you for the kind of the little bit of light, a little bit of ray of light coming into this nation, Father God, that maybe the entire system is completely isn't completely sold out, Father. So, Father, we do personally, first and foremost, take responsibility all generational iniquities and personal sins. Forgive us and deliver us. Forgive me and my forefathers and my family. I used to support Planned Parenthood long before I became a Christian. I thought one, you know, they had a nice little slogan. Every child who wanted a child. It sounded like a great idea. They weren't doing abortions then, but uh, that soon followed. So, Father God, I didn't know anything about these things, but Pat Holiday and Manny and Sabrina... Bill have been teaching us that, well, this was just a sacrifice, Father God, a sacrifice to Satan. And there's lots of other sacrifices they want to do with these uh, jabs for the children, Father God. I'm so grateful that Ron DeSantis is standing against that in Florida. Father God, we ask you to give others in authority the, the backbone to stand against this unnecessary intervention in the children's health, Father, in Jesus' name, particularly intervention from an, an unapproved emergency authorization use and we know the rationale for it. 
Because if they can get it into the children's vaccination schedule, then guess what? Oh, they're off the hook. They don't have to. They can't be sued unless, of course, they did it deliberately to harm people, which they might be able to prove at some point. But all things are naked and open unto you, Lord. You know exactly what's going on. We do ask for divine intervention adjudication for every one of these situations, Father God, that Pastor Sabrina has read through and Brother Bill has posted in the chat room, Father God, in Jesus' name, including the proposals against changing Title IX, Father God, in Jesus' name. We ask for your divine help and intervention. Jesus, thank you for interceding for each of us. As we come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace, and you said, if two of you on earth who grace touched anything else, it shall be done in my Father which is in heaven. We thank you, Father God, for the, the divine protection, Father God. Yes, you made them male and female, and you didn't make any mistakes. You didn't make them male, female, and uh, some other group, Father God, in Jesus' name. And you told us to be fruitful and multiply. And, Father God, you can't be fruitful and multiply if you have different parts of sexual anatomy uh, changed with hormones or changed with with surgery and and, uh, people's minds being altered. Father, we ask you to deliver us from every one of these attacks against the minds and hearts, especially of the children, Father God, all the minds and hearts of the athletes and those that want to just take advantage of the wonderful bodies you've given them, Father God, to show, yes, I can swim faster than this other person or I can pole vault higher or whatever it is, Father. We ask you to give your divine help, Father God, especially for the women that are being discriminated against to try and get rid of women and women's athletes, Father God, to bring in so-called pretend women who who just identify as women, Father God. There's some people identifying as cats, Father God. Does that mean they get to use their neighbor's litter box? So, Father, there's a lot of nonsense. We bind every one of these spirits of insanity and every spirit of mass formation, all spirits of mass insanity as well as individual insanity and all the mind control coming against the children and coming against everyone, for that matter, through the news media, through every source in Jesus, including the computer games, through the, through the movies, through all the music, and every one of these things, Father, we ask you to deliver us from every attack and wild coming against all those, Father God, standing for the truth as best they know, including those standing up for women being able to do what they're supposed to be able to do in their sports with safety and security. We ask you to give your angels charge on them to protect them so there's no other woman that's attacked in the women's bathroom, in the women's locker rooms, Father God, by some man who happens to have a, a skirt on, Father God. And you even told us back in Leviticus that it's an abomination for men to wear, wear women's clothing. <laughs> you told us about that. When I was a little child, I didn't know that. I had a sister. But anyway, Lord, I've repented of all my sins, and I do repent right now for all of our generational sins and iniquities, Father. I ask you to forgive us all, especially the sins of not taking care of, of the children, Father, and allowing, I think it's more than 60 million children to be aborted in this nation, and all the other children to be harmed, Father God. But even what most people, and I used to think, were perfectly safe and wonderful vaccines, Father, I found out some of them are not so safe and wonderful. It's taken me many years as an RN to discover that. I knew the pertussis vaccine wasn't that safe, Father God. It sometimes people had worse side effects than actually getting the whooping cough. But, Father God, I didn't know about these experimental authorization use only vaccines, Father God. And it looks like they really, really, really want them to be put in the children's schedule so they can't be sued. And why would they be concerned about being sued if these are perfectly safe and effective? We've been told they're safe and effective treatments. In fact, they're told it's the only safe and effective treatment. But, of course, children almost never, ever even get sick with COVID because apparently they have a fairly high level of melatonin, which is why they sleep so well. And that's apparently very protective for children, which is some why some adults have 
been recommended by frontline doctors to take melatonin. I don't, I've tried it once or twice. I'm not so sure it's that natural. It's more natural than some other things. But, Father God, we know there are things in the bodies that can protect people from COVID, but we don't have to be controlled by that spirit of fear. We ask you to deliver all those, Father, in harm's way, Father God, in Jesus' name, including those that are trying to steal every spirit seeking it. Because Jesus told us the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And now why would he need more money against a new pandemic? Oh, we do, and I'm in agreement with, the, with Pastor Sabrina, we bind all those word curses and every curse sent against all of us from all sources, including those in political positions, Father God, even figureheads, even puppets that are being controlled by uh, puppeteers, including Biden. We, every one of those word curses and every curse and every type of curse sent against all those in every nation that are standing for the truth, and especially those in the body of Christ and those coming into the body of Christ, including the children, every word curse returned at least sevenfold as the spirits that sent them. Do those spirits intend to us in Jesus' name. Render unto our neighbors sevenfold into their bosoms, their reproach, where they reproach thee, O Lord. And Father, we know you've given Jesus all power in heaven and in earth. And why is that? Because he's what? The King of kings and Lord of lords, like it says in Revelation seventeen fourteen. And even as you told Mary, and of course she was so, as a young Jewish lady, young Jewish woman, she was so amazed when an angel came to talk to her in Luke chapter 1, verse 30. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary. That's good advice for all of us. Fear not. For thou hast found favor with God. And that's what we all want, Father, in your favor, your grace. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus, which means Savior. And he shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign. That's like a king. That's what kings do. They rule and reign. He shall reign over the house of Jacob for a week, a couple of years, uh, a millennium. No, forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. And the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, like it says in Psalm 24, verse 1, like it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 26 and 28, and elsewhere the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So we thank you for exposing what the enemy is doing. We thank you for giving Jesus that complete power and authority in Jesus' name. And even as you told us in Daniel chapter 7, in some of the phony Bibles, they have verse 9 very different than it says in the King James. And I beheld till the thrones were cast down. Yes, the thrones, those little principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places are being cast down because God's the judge. And the Ancient of Days did sit, Father God did sit, whose garment was white as snow and hairs of his head like the pure wool. And his throne was like the fiery flame. He's prepared his throne for judgment. And his wheels as burning fire. And a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. And thousands, thousands ministered unto him. And ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. And the judgment was set, and the books were opened. And I beheld, because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake, and I beheld, till the beast was slain, and his body devoured, and given to the burning fire. Cut off the book at that. And in verse 13, I saw in the night vision, and behold, one like the Son of Man came, who does that sound like? Who's the Son of Man? Uh, one, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him, and there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom 
that all people, yes, Fauci too, all people, people in NIH, every pe- people in every nation, any people in CCP in China, that all people, nations and language should serve him, and his dominion is a, just a little dominion, just a, for a few minutes, maybe a million years, no, for an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom, that which shall not be destroyed. And in verse 18, And the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. And in verse 27 of Daniel chapter 7, And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. It's an everlasting kingdom. And all dominions shall serve and obey him. Shall serve and obey who? The Son of Man the Lord Jesus, the Word of God, from eternity past, who came in the flesh and hung on the tree. Thank you, Jesus, for taking our cup of cursing. For Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. So it is written, curses is everyone that hangeth on the tree. Thank you that you lift your throne in heaven to come down and bleed and die for each of us. And I didn't deserve it. I don't know if anybody did. Being made a curse for us, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And you met Abraham, and you brought forth bread and wine. Jesus is our high priest of the order of Melchizedek. Thank Jesus for ever living to make intercession for each and every one of us, including all the children, all those in harm's way, in harm's way from the so called rollout of new vaccines, especially for the little children, Father God, down to six months of age. You're absolutely insane. We bind that spirit of insanity. Satan, you're bound to all your underlings are bound to continue to speak blindness to the eyes of the enemy, mutinous to the mouth of the enemy, and they only hear what Jesus wants them to hear. Jesus, the word of God says, because his word is forever settled in heaven, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Satan, you're bound. Every one of your underlings are bound, coming against all those standing for the truth, not just those Ron DeSantis and those standing for the truth, trying to protect the children, Father God, but all those trying to protect the people and women's athletes and those trying to protect the people from this minority cultic fringe, not just the LGBT cult, but also the cult of medical tyranny cult. It is a cult. It's a cult just like Mormonism or something like that or like, like Christian science. Christian science is not Christian. That's not science. And neither is Fauci. He's not science. He's not science. He's just one with a slick tongue who is like a little serpent who tries to evade all the answers. Father, we thank you for exposing, and we ask you to expose everything that the enemy's been trying to do continually, instantly, immediately, and we thank you for doing so in Jesus' name, even as you said you would, because Jesus cannot lie. His word is forever settled in heaven. For nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. So we thank you for bringing every one of these things to light, Father, in Jesus' name. We give you praise and honor and glory for all that you have done, are doing and going to do, including every spirit trying to steal from the body of Christ. And all those that have worked diligently, like the Romanian who came as a, worked as a dishwasher and, and, and worked as we have to be a plumber, which is awesome. We respect our plumbers and we appreciate the dishwashers. And he happened to do pretty well. And now what are people doing to him? And I've heard very reliable sources say that there are actually only two groups of people who are required to pay federal income tax. And those are residents of the District of Columbia, and those who are employees of the federal government. And I don't know if this fellow is an employee of the federal government. He certainly hasn't been a a resident of the District of Columbia, from what we've heard. So he may not even be obligated to pay a penny, if that's legal and true, and I don't know yet. I've heard this from several different sources, and I don't know, Father God. It's been eye-opening to me, and, of course, 
I'm intended to render unto Caesar, and that's always the thing to do. But then we're supposed to render unto God, and we're supposed to get unto God what? Render unto God what's God's. What's God's? Our souls. What are our souls? Our blood. We're supposed to give him everything. Jesus gave us everything. He said, I'm his water pour forth. Didn't he change the waters of purification, the wine of the wedding priest? And this is the victory that overcometh the world, our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Not just any old son. Not just Joe Biden's son who happened to like laptops. No, he's the Son of God. This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. He that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. This is he that came by water and blood. Not by water only but by water and blood. And it's the Spirit that beareth witness because the Spirit is true. Thank you for your Holy Ghost being poured forth into us, Father God. Thank you for filling us with yourself. And the whole earth should be filled with the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. As we drink into one spirit with you, Lord Jesus, we thank you the greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world because we can't overcome the devil. There's only one who's holy and righteous. If that holiday changed, she repented of the pride. She repented of lots of other things. And I repented of the pride and all those other nasty things, Father God, and selfishness and idolatry. So, Father God, we thank you that we do confess our sins. You're faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we make us, you make us new creatures in Christ. And you're changing us all from glory to glory as we keep seeking Jesus. You said, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And what? All these things we're looking for will be added unto us. We don't seek the Lord's hand out. If you just pay my rent this month, if you just pay my electric bill this month, and of course that's challenging for many people this season, Father, but we know that the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want. What did this shepherd do for us? He laid down his life, his blood, his soul for us. You say the life of the flesh is in the blood and have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls, not just my soul, not just Pat Holiday's soul, our descendants, all the family members every believe, including Peggy and Christine Smith's descendants. She was the great aunt of, Don, of Donald Trump. We pray for Donald Trump, Father God. You grant him supernatural wisdom, discernment, and put wise people with, with your supernatural wisdom to give him advice, Father God, because he has great influence in this nation, Father God. Is he a perfect man? No. You told us to only look to you. It's better to trust in God than to put trust in princes. You said in uh, where is that? Psalm 118, around verse 8. So we don't trust in Donald Trump. But you can use him, Father, and you can raise him up, and you can anoint him. We'd often pray for him, Father God, that, that he actually supposedly accepted Jesus. Somehow he's also been supporting the jab in the past. He was supporting 5G and some other things that some people think have serious questions about their efficacy. But we've also heard that he might have made the 5G less challenging, Father God. Father, we ask for your divine help and intervention. Protect and deliver all those standing for the truth, including Donald Trump. In Jesus' name, all those standing for the truth, Father God, those that are exposing what Fauci's been doing, Father God, and those exposing what the people are trying to do with this uh, medical tyranny agenda, Father God, and those exposing and exposing those that are trying to harm this, uh, this, this naturalized citizen and trying to bill him for over $2 million, almost $3 million, just because he failed to know that he's supposed to file an FBAR. Well, he didn't know that. He's working over there in Romania for 20 years. Why would he know that? Because that was a nice thing to be a U.S. citizen. He didn't know there were some little strings attached. Father God, all this business about money, we repent for entertaining any spirit of mammon, worship of a false god, and every type of false god, worship of our own opinion. We repent of that as we have, and we do. And we ask you to deliver us all. So Satan, you're bound to all. You're unwilling to perpetually, continually bound. We cancel your assignment to harm this gentleman. 
what was his name? The gentleman He was billed gentleman from Romania, Father Again with a B, I believe. Not finding it right away. And all the others in harm's way in Jesus' name. Bittner. Ask you to deliver not just Bittner, deliver Dr. Simone Gold. She's been standing for the truth, Father God, and she took a little plea deal. She didn't know it was going to maybe land her in prison for 60 days, Father God, because she admitted to some minor wrongdoing, which she didn't actually do, apparently. Well, I don't know the details. I, I don't know my own heart, let alone everybody else's. Father, we ask to deliver all those in harm's way, and we thank you for doing so, because the you said, in Isaiah 61, beginning of verse 1, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek, not the haughty, not those that are trying to bring in the World Economic Forum agenda. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, amen, the opening of prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God. You're the one who's going to bring the vengeance, Lord, to comfort all, all them that mourn, to point unto them that mourn in sign, to give unto the beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Be glorified, King Jesus. Be glorified, Heavenly Father. Thank you for sending the Holy Ghost, Father. Thank you for the spirit of adoption. Satan, you and all your underlings, every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and destroy, trying to ram through, cut out the confusion, kind of about the division between the body of Christ, trying to stir up strife and contention between pro-life and pro-death, or I should say pro-choice agendas. And Father God, we thank you for bringing to light what's going on. A lot of people say, you said it was uh, my body, my choice. Isn't that right? For the, for the, for the abortion business? Uh-huh. Well, how about my body, my choice for the job? I shouldn't be mandated to get a job. I shouldn't be mandated to do what the World Economic World uh, Health Organization tells me. I shouldn't be mandated to do what some unelected, uh, selected people put in and try to ram through with pretending to be laws. Father, we ask you to bring to light everything that's going on. Satan, you and all your underlings are perpetually, continually bound in Jesus' name because of Matthew 18, 18, Matthew 16, 19. Mark 3.27, Matthew 12.29, we first bind the strong man. We bind every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy. Every ungodly spirit coming against all those who have been interceding for, including all the children. And all those standing for the truth, as best they know how. Not just Dr. Simone Gold, not just Bittner, not just Donald Trump. And all those been in harm's way for many years. Thank you, Father God, for strengthening and protecting Donald Trump. And all those standing for the truth, as best they know, including people like Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. We thank you, Father God, for protecting them and delivering from the plans and wiles and schemes of the enemy. And we give you praise and honor and glory. Satan, you're bound to all your underlings are perpetually bound. What could about that, including every spirit of Leviathan, every spirit of mass formation, every spirit of insanity, every spirit of mind control, every spirit behind Manchurian candidate control, every spirit brought in by ungodly fear, every spirit from psychological warfare and the Chinese uh, government, CCP's agenda, the, the, the uh, different kind of warfare with the more than a thousand cuts. 
to try and break down the nation. We're trying to control people from within, without, in all different ways, trying to control the elections, trying to get, pretend people were elected that weren't elected. And thank you, Father God, for even Democrats and Republicans agreeing, yes, even the elections in Georgia, in Georgia were had serious questions. This wasn't, even the Democrats are questioning that, the Republicans are questioning that. So we thank you for bringing all these things to light. And the light is being shown on you, Satan, and you're exposed. And whatever you've been trying to do, you must repay at least sevenfold, because it is written in Proverbs 6, beginning verse 30, men do not despise the thief if he's still to satisfy his soul, whether he's still in the election or anything else, but when he's hungry. But if he, I don't know if these people were hungry to steal the elections, but if he be found, he shall restore sevenfold. He should give all the substance of his house. You're found out, and every spirit of sorcery eternally assembled has the spirits that sent them. Do those spirits that intend to do those coming from all sources, including the Vatican. Every spirit of sorcery, like Simon, you return to the sender in Jesus' name. Return to those demons sending them to do to them what they intend to do to us. Continually, instantly, immediately. I close every portal, every stargate, every access, trying to bring in ungodly demons. Cut about two from the heavenly, the second heavens to the earth, and every other area in Jesus' name. I bind and break the power of the enemy and the heavens the second heavens the bush and the deep from any power or flow of communication the demons on earth to everyone we've interceded for including all those standing for the truth whether it be donald trump as best he knows how and i know he's not perfect father but but you can make him perfect by the blood of jesus cut up all can bind every one of your underling satan named and not named including the spirits from ungodly soul ties every marine spirit your water's dried up asmodus osmus incubus succubus every spirit of sexual perversion is bound every spirit behind all those people going to the Epstein Island, we actually to bring everything to light that needs to be brought to light, Father, and only what you want brought to light. And we do pray for those who despitefully use us, Father. We ask for your divine intervention and adjudication every situation, Father God, in Jesus' name, because you told us to pray that way, Father God. And I'm sorry I didn't start that way. And I hold every thought continually captive and subject to the complete obedience of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth in Jesus' name. But you told us in First Timothy chapter 2, beginning in the verse 1, the Word of God, Reminds Marshall and reminds all of us. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, giving of thanks be made for all men. We give you thanks, Father Roe versus Wayne was overturned. Supreme Court even holding up the Second Amendment at this point, Father God. We pray for all those in authority in every nation, including those nations that are standing against the World Economic Forum, uh, a World Health Organization agenda, for kings and all that are in authority, including Donald Trump. All, I guess he really is the elected president for kings and all their authority may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty for this is good and acceptable in the sight of god our savior who have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth for there is one god and one mediator between god and men all men including joe biden and barack hussein obama and hillary clinton there's one mediator between god and men the man christ jesus who gave himself a ransom for all yes he gave himself even for them even for Fauci, to be testified in due time. Father, we ask you to expose what's going on and grant the people if they can receive it. And those, maybe the people at the highest levels can't receive it, Father God, but those that can, Father God, those that have been bought off, bribed, or whatever, or blackmailed, including the medical community, those doctors that have bent their knee to getting paychecks rather than taking care of their patients and upholding the Hippocratic Oath, Father God, to protect, do no harm to their patients. Why would they give a vaccine to children that doesn't help them? They don't need it, Father God. We ask you to bring, to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, Father God. Pour forth. You just said you would, Father God, in uh, John 16, 8. 
send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction on all those, including the backslidden Christians, all those coming into the body of Christ. Wake up the body of Christ. Do an amazing work, Father God. Pour forth of your spirit, Father, and we thank you for doing so. We pray for all those that can repent, that you grant them the gifts of repentance, the acknowledge of the truth, that they'll recover themselves from the snare of the devil, including those trying to ram through an agenda supported by the CCP, Father God. And maybe that's why Fauci just keeps funding them because some people above him are saying, yeah, you can't stop this. No, we're in, we're in, we're in bed with them. We're trying to overturn the, what was called the United States of America. Why is that? Why would a communist nation not love a Christian God-fearing nation? Well, we used to be anyway, and maybe it will be again, because you can restore what the enemies tried to take away, Father God, and we thank you for doing so. You're married to the backslider. We thank you for waking up the body of Christ, come up that in this nation, in Canada, in every nation, even in England. They were called British, covenant man. That's what British means. Brit meaning cut. Like they covered, you know, they did the thing with the circumcision thing. Ish meaning man. Brit-ish. They were, so Father, we know that you uphold the compact and the covenants, the Mayflower people that came over. They made a covenant with you that you, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, would rule and reign in this land, Father. And we ask you to rule and reign in this land. We give it all back to you. We know you've given us the earth, but we give it back to you, Lord, for the earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it. We thank you for your divine intervention and adjudication, Father God. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all. And in thy hand is power and might. And thy hand is to make great and to give strength unto all. Hey, you can give strength to all of us. Praise the Lord. Be strong, the Lord, in the power of his might. Now, therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. Thank you for your glorious, glorious name. The name of Jesus, the name above every name. That is the name of Jesus. Every knee must bow, and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And no weapon formed against us will prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against the judgment, thou shalt condemn. So this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness of me, in Jesus' name. Psalm 76, 9 and 10. When God arose to judgment to save all the meek of the earth, Surely the wrath of man shall The remainder of wrath thou shalt restrain. We thank you for restraining the remainder of wrath from those people who want to attack the abortion, uh, who want to attack the pro-life, uh, those who want to attack